to a victorious episode of the Water Cooler Checkdown Podcast. Today is February 4th. We're recording this around 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday is over, and gotta say, it was quite a good time. As usual, we're your hosts. I'm Corey Walsh. I'm Ian Lenahan, and as usual for the Patriots, we ain't going nowhere, going nowhere. We can't be stopped. Because we're, we're bad, bad boys, boys for, for life. life. That's the thing. Thank you, Tom, for bringing that song back we're out. We're back in the monologue. Here we are. It's a, <laughs> about four days later. And um, got to say, mixed. I've heard a lot of mixed things about the Super Bowl. But I, I really loved it. I really liked it, too. I think um, win or lose, that was still a really good game. Yeah, I think that's the... I think. It, I'm sorry. I think it depends on. Stepping um, on my words here, bro. I'm sorry, man. I'm thinking it's more like, I think, more casual fans will say they hated this game, because a casual fan, I believe, is one that really just likes high-scoring games. But if you can tr- learn to appreciate a good defensive game, which was displayed in the one we saw last night, then you can appreciate how well each team was coached in yeah, that game. I was going to say the exact same thing. It's just such. That's the. It's just the mindset of the modern-day football fan, especially with a team like the Patriots and a team like the Rams. I mean, the Rams were averaging over 32 points a game. The Patriots were over 27. I thought the score was going to be 38-35. It was 13-3. to And it was, it was an amazing yeah. game. It was an amazing game. It was an amazing game. But me and Ian quickly threw our predictions out the window. Quickly. Very at half, quickly. At halftime, we had to recalibrate. <laughs> yeah, had to recuperate, recalibrate. Um, I thought it was going to be... I think I said twenty to seventeen would be the final score, and yeah. you said I said twenty-one to seventeen. Which, looking back on it, that probably would have been impossible. Yeah, yeah, it's it's okay though. I think everyone expected a high-scoring game, but the the, the side that decided to show up for both sides very strongly were the defenses. Oh my god! I and can't they came say out enough in about the full defense. force. Cannot say enough about the defense. And if you look back on it, a lot of people are gonna, you know, pinpoint this loss on. Um, Sean McVay and Jared Goff for the Rams. He didn't do terribly. He really didn't. It was just he a very good defensive game. He only had the certain amount that he could do at the line of scrimmage. So for those who don't know, when Jared Goff goes to the line of scrimmage, there's a rule in the NFL where you can talk. The coach can still communicate with the quarterback until 15 seconds left on the play clock. And then past that point, communication's dead. So what the Rams try to do, is call their uh, Sean McVay will tell Goff the play and they'll set up the offense quickly. So then Goff he he probably can read defenses, but McVay reads them for him essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he can make the audibles. But in the Super Bowl, like it was so loud and so hard for like they they like cut the time back on you're allowed to talk. So Goff had to make all reads by himself, and Sean McVay tells him on certain plays on on this play, look for him to throw to. But then he could audible out of it. So then he didn't know, but they didn't audible out of it that much during the game. So he was going to the person that he was supposed to throw at on the original play every time. Yeah, and I think I think there's going to be some some statistics, that's the word, that comes out pretty soon. That felt like a very Patriots-heavy crowd. Oh, yeah, that was a home game and a half. Seriously, there were Brady chants going on like the third quarter. Yeah, and they all addressed it after the game. It was Brady, Edelman, Belichick. They were like, it feels like we're playing at Gillette. That's a huge thing. 
And in Atlanta, too, out of all places. You you would think they wouldn't let us back in there. 28 to 3, baby. Whoa. Suck it. Anyways. I mean, it's nice ever since we've been in college to have three Patriots Super Bowls. It's absolutely incredible. It's something that will never be re- – I know it probably won't be replicated in our lifetime. No, never again. And just nine appearances over the last 18 years. We're 20 years – well, I'm 20, you're 21. Yeah. Nine Super Bowls in 18 years. That's crazy. And six wins. Six for nine. <laughs> Which Max Kellerman said was great. With uh, Max Kellerman. <laughs> Notice how, like, he hasn't really said any bold statements since. Uh, do we even give him the time of day on this? No, we're no, done with Max no, Kellerman. we're done. That's it. This closed Screw it out you, for him. Dude. He would have had maybe some room for argument if they lost, but they didn't. No, no. Very convincing team win, might I add. It was a so, very well-played <laughs> game for the whole team. It certainly was. This was, for those who don't know, the biggest point differential for a Pats Super Bowl <laughs> under the Brady-Belichick yeah. era, yeah. which we would think if we had 13 points that we would have lost. Yeah, and a lot of them, I think all of them were eight points or fewer. And, yep. now, and now it's 10 points. We really climbed that ladder. Dope. We're making it. So what probably stands out to most out of, out of that point differential is definitely the defense. And there were some key players that I feel like did not get the credit they deserved That's in that thing. game. That's the thing. If it had, I feel like if they hadn't gone down and scored that touchdown, say it had been like 6-3 to three or something or 9-3. Or three, Cooks on caught that catch. In if the Cooks game. caught the ball. Or out of the two times he dropped it. Yes. Oops. If I did, as O.J. Simpson once said. Um, <laughs> Shout out to O.J. We miss you. No, we don't. Do we? Uh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, don't I don't know why I said that. Anyways, um, I, I have no connection to him anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, I miss you, O.J. That was weird. Write me back. Um, <laughs> Pen pal. Um, Miss Glove. What the hell were we talking about? I don't even know. The, de- um, oh, the defense. The defense, the yeah. Unsung heroes. Yeah. Um, um, do you mind if I name off a couple? Yeah. We can go one after another. Yeah, let's start with Dante Hightower. He had a, if I, in the first half, he was the MVP of that first half. He, really he was, was all over the field. And I know he out. did drop two yeah. potential picks. Yeah. But it's Dante. It's like it's not like it's a corner. If it was I a know. corner, I'd be much more upset. When yeah. does Dante Hightower practice catching like some zips going right at him? That's the thing, and just the. But pressure. he was such a disruption on the field. Oh my god! Yeah. And being an outside linebacker, like he's like one of the heavier ones in the league. It's not like he's like known for having this quick, elusive speed, but he would. Just run through the gap at full force. Yeah, he had like two sacks too. That O line was not ready for Dante. They weren't ready for the Patriots defense as a whole, but specifically people like Dante Hightower always adding pressure the whole game. The whole game, Corey. Oh, I know. Jared Goff <laughs> uh, kept on having to fix his shoulder pads every yes. few times. Yeah. And then, God forbid, when Tony Romo announced that he really wants. Um, <laughs> Sorry, we just got a notification for Lonzo on the Suns. <laughs> that makes absolutely no sense. But this is the Super Bowl. This is the Super Bowl, and um, also LeVar Ball's an idiot. Yes, he yes. is. Um, Dante Hightower is one of the heaviest middle outside linebackers, but yet he has this ability to just bull rush through. It's just simply incredible. Yeah. And Goff, like, the, um, when Tony Romo just decided to like call out the middle game he's cut jim <laughs> look at his elbow <laughs> it's, and then, like, you look over at it and it's like someone you would get from like falling off the the swing set onto like wood chips the only regret i have about last night is that it wasn't higher scoring because i wanted tony romo to have an absolute field day 
with everything going on. Tony Romo would He wasn't able to all that much. He couldn't get that excited, except for when he's up in that MetLife blimp. Oh, my God. Jim, I'm in the blimp! <laughs> this is incredible! Tracy's looking good, Jim! <laughs> um, Tony Romo, try, uh, he didn't really whip out that many, like, um, no, he, he, play predictions. He wasn't able to, really. I mean, I mean, the game was, like, so simplified, I feel like, due to the p- defensive play. Yeah, I think... Um, how many dropbacks did Goff have? He had... It said seven... No, yeah. It said, like, it in like the past two, plus. he had 70. Yeah. And then in this game, he had, like, something above 40. Yeah, I don't know. He wasn't really given much to work with. Besides when Zerline hit the field goal, he goes, We got points, Jim! <laughs> it's a tie ball game at the half! <laughs> we love Tony Romo. I would love for him to be on the pod. I would really love that, Tony. If you're listening, brother, please. <laughs> we Get would hip. Come on with us. <laughs> So another, I guess we could this transitions well. We could talk about golf because everyone's yeah. giving golf a lot of crap, but they, they shouldn't. I think everyone's forgetting that his top receiving target was out since like week eight. It's Cooper yep. Cup. Cooper Cup, ACL, right? Yep. Yep. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, oh well, uh, uh, <laughs> Robert Woods and um, Brandon Cooks are really good. I, I know what Brandon Cooks is capable of. I watched him last year. The dude can run two routes. Yeah. He can ra- he it's can the, run the, the deep curl. ball or it's he runs curl. a curl. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And if you just get him outside of that, you're not going to have much. And that's all he did last year. And Robert night. Woods is really good. But Robert Woods is like a really good second or third option. And when Cooks is your primary, it's really Robert Woods is your primary yeah. at the end of the day. The only thing that I remember Robert Woods doing last night is that little toe drag in the second quarter. And we were all like, oh, is that a catch? And then It definitely wasn't, but they gave it to him because we only had one timeout. So I wasn't expecting us to really call a timeout at yeah. that point. But that was the only thing I remember him doing. And I thought if the Rams had won, Brandon Cooks would have been their MVP. Probably. It, Goff was just forcing it to him the whole time. I mean, especially late. That that game ending interception on Goff. It was third and eight, I believe. Yeah. So and he had a the he had the corner blitz, Mm. where we just sent in one. I think it was like Deron Harmon in for pressure, and then Gilmore comes up with his once a postseason super clutch interception. All pro, first team All Pro. Deserved it. Yeah, seriously. You know, first season of Stephon Gilmore, I was a little skeptical. We didn't really see a lot. Yeah, he was, once he was, Malcolm he was Butler just dependable. Left, yeah. It was it became his show. Yeah, seriously. Um, I have some stats on Jared Goff. So he finished nineteen for thirty eight, fifty percent, you know, yeah. not bad. Usually I think the Rams averaged over seven yards per pass, or Goff did. Uh last night was four point seven, one interception, got sacked four times for thirty one yards lost. That's not a terrible game. Uh, no, it's not terrible, but at the same time, I mean, when you – I guess <laughs> we talked about it last time, but it happened again. Todd Gurley was nowhere to be found. Where, yeah, where the hell was he? He was on the first snap, and then, like, in the pregame, I don't remember who the sideline reporter is, so sorry Tracy? to hurt. Oh, Tracy. Tracy Wolfson. Tracy Wolfson. It's Tracy, Jim! Tracy was going like, oh, well, you know, the uh, – the Rams are ready to roll with Todd Gurley. They said he's ready to go at the moment's notice. Um, he was there for the first snap, and he didn't come back for a while. And then he had one really good run in about the third quarter, and then he got it flagged, and then he never showed up again. Um, C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley combined had 18 rushing attempts. Yeah, they kind of gave up on the run pretty early because we – we're kinda, should, we were having a dominant defensive line presence. Yeah, and that might even include Jared Goff. I don't I don't remember him running too much besides No, he didn't run. He, he, Jared Goff's 
looked like he was going to run one time, and then he got, got absolutely dead. blown out on the sideline. And somebody's grandfather who was taking pictures just <laughs> got, got absolutely leveled. Oh, my God. That's why people wear adult diapers. Oh, my God. He got leveled. And that's when the cut happened, Jim! <laughs> <laughs> his shoulder's hanging. He's running, Jim. Oh, my God. He lost his towel. <laughs> Uh, for, besides that, for the Rams, I mean, Sean McVay, once again, they asked him at the press conference, and they're like, hey, you know, you didn't use Gurley. Like, is he healthy? And he was like, it was just a feel of the game type thing. Like, the run was just simply not working. But that team is a play, action, and running yeah. team. Yeah. If you have Go- Goff's fine. Goff is not going to be good, though, when he goes from having to, like, maybe throw 25 passes a game to, like, 35 to 40. That's the thing. He hasn't played like that all year, and then he played a team that had been preparing for him for two weeks. I mean, you just can't say enough about the Patriots' defense. Brian play- Flores, amazing job. Yeah, good good luck in Miami. I mean, no, that was seriously, absolutely like, amazing. Good, good luck. Good luck. You got hired today. You're missing. But um, he won't have any of the defensive players he has on this team. No, Going back no. to the defense real quick about the players that are underrated – Kyle Van Noy was absolutely amazing. Was, I love him. This postseason, like, uh, I, I don't know if Kyle Van Noy is a free agent. He might be. But if he is, he's worth money. <laughs> like, he really, I, really is. We traded for him like four years ago to the Lions for like a six round conditional pick. And that pick has paid off. Yeah. Um, I, I remember that trade. I remember that first year. He was amazing. He's been so consistent ever since. But last night was just incredible. Remember that one sack he had on Goff where oh, Goff yeah. just went down to his knees and was looking around like, I can't do anything. There's nothing I, can I was do so right hyped now. with Kyle Van Noy did it. Yeah, <laughs> he's a, he's probably established himself with some Patriots as a favorite on the like yeah, the team overall. Definitely, he's just like a grit and grind guy. He's gonna put his pedal to the metal when he's you respectful beat. too. He went up to Goff during his presser afterwards and shook his hand. Good fluffing guy. <laughs> what um, a good fluffing guy. What a good egg. The Rams were the first team ever to punt on the first seven possessions of a Super Bowl. That was probably That's the insane. most insane thing I've ever seen when they brought on the graphic and they're like. Let's see how the Rams he, did in their past seven. Oh, he circled every single. Yeah, Tony's point. like, I'm so hyped right One, now. He's the drawing three, board. and so on, Jim. <laughs> Jim, can you count this? <laughs> um, the biggest play for the Rams was their punter's record-breaking 65-yard punt. I know they were like, shout I, out Johnny Hecker. I was like looking on Twitter during some of the commercials. I know the commercials are great, but um, he th- there <laughs> there were some people going like. Is this going to be the first season that a punter in the Super Bowl wins MVP? <laughs> like, if they won that game? Seriously. It seemed like every bounce on those punts was going their way. Vegas had Hecker. <laughs> they really did. Odds on Hecker, Jim. <laughs> I sold my car. <laughs> Put Tracy's life on it. <laughs> and then um, let's talk about who actually did win MVP. Uh, Julian Edelman. A first-half hero by far. Uh, you could... You could write a movie about his career. Like, you really could. Absolutely incredible. He was a seventh-round pick, right? Kent State Kent quarterback. Kent State quarterback. Caught one pass in college for, like, 11 yards. Um, he was just his security blanket for so long. Well, he was he was supposed to be just... Another piece. Of another like, piece. A like, special teams player, mostly. At one point, I think he was, like, the number four. And that's when they had, like, Wes Welker. Um, Dion Branch had come back. That was awesome. That, that was awesome. He wasn't. He wasn't anything. Something really. that people didn't realize is Julian Edelman's first Super Bowl was playing corner against the New York Giants. I didn't realize that at all. In our second rematch. Well, in in two thousand 
Eleven. Fourteen. No, for the Giants, for the yeah. Giants, yeah. 2011, Giants, I mean. Julian Edelman was playing like fourth string corner when we had the 31st ranked defense in the NFL. He's just a grinder. Like he'll, he'll he wants to play anything on the field if it gets him on the field. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. So now this is gonna be a really weird transition from that. Here we go. But I think the question now has to be asked: yeah. Is Julian Edelman the greatest Patriots receiver we've ever had? Yes. Yes. I mean. Yes. There's been Wes Welker. There's been Wes Welker. There's been Randy. There's been Randy. There's been Troy Brown. We've had Gronk for a while. Oh. Gronk's a tight end. Gronk's, okay. Wide receiver, I got you. If it was Edelman versus Gronk, I'd probably still have to pick Gronk. I would pick Edelman. I really would. He's so dependable. Like, the thing, it's, like, tough for me because if I honestly had to pick between, it's, like, really the three for me are Edelman, yeah. Randy, yeah. and Wes. And Randy, Randy has to probably get discluded because it was like it was a season so and short. a half. It was so short. But Wes and Edelman are like basically the same player. You just have to then look at accolades. Wes got worse with age, I would say. He was still good. He was, he was still always 100 good. plus. Yeah, but I, he just got worse. I'd say postseason, it's... Edelman is by far the best yes. wide receiver we've ever Without had. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Everyone remembers that drop against the just the Giants. That's exactly what I was just thinking when I said well, he got worse in the past couple years. Or the last and then he got years. absolutely destroyed by Talib against on the Broncos where Talib like hit him in the hip yeah. and then he broke and then he was out. Thanks to Then he went to the Broncos. That makes sense. That was really heartbreaking. That was, that was that was our fault. We got Danny Mandola like 20 minutes later. Yep. Playoff <laughs> Danny. Playoff Danny. So yeah, I think it it does have to be said I think amongst Patriot fans, uh, like a recency bias aside, because I know that's definitely what it sounds like just because he won MVP, but mm. Julian Edelman, if you think about it, in the past three Super Bowls we've won, he's made huge plays on every single game. Yeah, without a doubt. I, I And when you think of Wes Welker in the, the playoffs, what do you think of? I think of the drop every single time. I don't think of many situations, well, we didn't win one with him. But I wouldn't say it's his fault we lost them anyway. We had terrible defense yeah. in that second one, and that first one was just like, that was a good defense. I agree, but it's like the one time you needed him. The one time you needed him. To be fair to Wes, that ball was, was high, really high. Was high. <laughs> and he's like five foot ten. I'm not Giselle. Like I'm not going to like bash him and be like, my what hus- are you doing? My husband cannot fucking throw the bone. <laughs> I don't even know what she said. She always just dissed Wes Welker. We're like, he's in a contract here. I know. <laughs> like, Jesus. Shut up, Giselle. Um... <laughs> I would. I think Julian Edelman is our best receiver of all time. Not just playoffs, regular season too. And I know Gronk That'd is amazing, be- but I would. I would really consider Edelman to be better than Gronk, just because of consistency. You know, a bad game for Edelman is like six receptions. I think the only thing that hurts him now is the PEDs thing. You had to be that guy, huh? But it is off of injury. So it's I feel like it, it definitely clashed with something. It's not like he was fully healthy and then got it. I just don't see him to be the type of player who would try to gain an advantage over anybody. It was off an injury, you know? Julian Edelman, I feel like, it's just like, right? I feel like even though him and Tom are in Disney right now as we speak, they are. The bromance of the millennium. Seriously. But uh, I feel like he will be back working harder again. Oh, yeah, probably, like, next week. Yeah. They're probably already thinking about the next one. They'll probably start watching film and doing stuff within the next two weeks or oh, something. probably. Yeah. Grinders. God, those are two guys you aspire to be. 
Well, I don't know if I really want to be Tom. I don't want. I don't want to be Tom Brady. No, I don't. I'd rather be Edelman. Yeah, I would love Edelman's Edelman. low key, and he still has a ton of stuff doing. Yeah, going in his life right now. Yeah, I love what Tom Brady's done for the Patriots. I would not want to be him. I, 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 he's just a weird guy. He is a weird guy. Really Can we is. just Patriots fans? I think every Patriots fan knows it. Are you gonna say what I'm thinking in my head about what makes him weird? No, you can say it. Are you sure you don't want to say it? No, you could totally say it. Okay, he kisses his kids too much. <laughs> there it is. I'm sorry. I mean, they're like they're old now. You know? Oh, I know what you're talking. You know about. exactly what I'm talking about. And, and it's a conversation amongst our friend group. Yeah, it's. It's a, we talk about it too much, actually, which maybe that makes us weird, but I don't know. Tony Romo and Tom. Tony, <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. It's kind of funny because Tony Romo like, a couple years back said to Tom Brady, I'll see you in February, <laughs> and that never happened, and then it happened last night in different ways. Oh, my God. I'm a, I'm a psychic! <laughs> <laughs> I never said one year, Tom! <laughs> I said I'll see you in February! <laughs> but, yeah, you know, Tom Brady's my favorite athlete, probably of all time. But at the same time, doesn't mean he has to be my favorite person of all time. Yeah, I would I would rather be Edelman. I mean, I respect the shit out of Tom Brady. What, and he, what he, he's done is amazing. At 41 years old, that's amazing. Six for nine. It didn't feel like Peyton Calculated. in the <laughs> Carolina game either, where when you watched Peyton play against the Panthers, you knew that the, he was holding the team back. And even yeah. though Brady missed some throws, it was also because the way that um, Wade Phillips built that defense was like – he just shut down every little part of the t- offense that clicked. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the Patriots? Your number one thing you're knowing is they're going to pass to their running backs at least 10 times plus. Yeah. And they shut that down immediately. And a lot of those tries were on third and sometimes fourth down, and Tom Brady was just pressured too quick. And I would say he's a pretty good decision maker even as he's gotten older, and he just forced some balls because the defense was too heavy. Oh, yeah. They took away the deep ball for the Patriots. They took away Chris Hogan, which I really – I mean, I know all Patriots fans are like, dude, Chris Hogan's, like, not that good. But you're like, at the end, of the, you need receivers to step up. And Chris Hogan was literally taken out by Marcus Peters. Yeah. They assigned him to him, like, the whole game, which Bug-eyed I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. They must have been like, we saw that Pittsburgh AFC Championship game last yeah. season, and we're like, we got to keep him tight. Bug-eyed but then they Chris decided, Hogan. out of all people to constantly leave open, it was Edelman because they would have him against linebackers – for like half the time. Yeah. This, and Edelman this, just this would beat him in one step. This whole postseason that happened. I don't get it. Why would you not prepare for the guy who's consistently been the Patriots playoff hero? I don't know. I mean, besides Tom Brady. So, like, I know everyone also is going to be like about Tom Brady. Like, oh, my God, Tom Brady played terrible. And they had no deep ball, no security blanket, running backs. The The Rams were the best team against the Bulls. Exactly. The he guy. can't catch. Not exactly the guy to do that. <laughs> to let you know how bad Sonny Michelle is, there was a bet – had one catch. Yeah. Yeah. But then he scored the touchdown, which is what you... It was awesome! <laughs> but you knew it was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Because, like, we were also when you look at draft points, happy, you didn't see Sony Michelle in the first round ever. You saw Chubb before you saw yeah. him. The backup to Chubb. Yeah. But that was a very, very good pick. But looking back on it, I mean, now everyone's going to be like, that damn Isaiah Wick next year. And we'll be like, oh, like, yeah. he's good. He's yeah, pretty good. The Georgia boys. <laughs> Georgia squad. So now it's six touchdowns, yeah. And in the postseason, he absolutely lit it up on both sides. Yeah, he did. He was incredible. Yeah. Um, I don't want to keep bringing it up, but that Patriots-Chargers game, he was phenomenal. 
think really- Airblown would show like a flash like against yeah. the Colts in the AFC Championship. Yeah. And then you wouldn't hear it. And then in the Super Bowl, you'd be like, man, this game. But, yeah. like, in, against that Rams defense, he's still got 94 yards yeah. and a touchdown on. Like, I think he's going to get – we're just going to plug someone new in. Oh. That, that, yeah, that is exactly what happens. Well, I'm next man up. Love you, Rex. I love Shane Vereen, and they let Shane Vereen go. Yeah, that was big, actually. And they leave, and you have to learn to love new ones. There was such an over – holy shit. You, you kind of – Paris, yeah. he became a pro bowler. Yeah. But he wasn't for us. Nice. Good for you, man. <laughs> Who's the champ? Blunt and Chris Long won, and then they left, and then they went to the Eagles and yeah. won. Yeah. Ex- on, in the Super Bowl consistently. Yeah, it's crappy for Cooks that he's lost twice with two different teams. But at least he played. True. He, yeah, he wasn't in the last one. And he, like I said, he really was their MVP. Even the top three yeah. of Gronk. It was an amazing play, but before that it was 3-3, three to three, and it almost became 10-3. to three, But Jason McCourty, play, like, he, was, he had the ball in his hands. Like, it's not like... It's not like him jumping for it made him. See, no one's going to. It's like, it's not going to be. I feel like for Patriots fans, that play should be the equivalent of play selection, though. With nine minutes left in the fourth quarter, Josh McDaniels went over to the offense and said, was every play they would go to the huddle yeah. and cu- do the play in there because uh-huh. they 12 po- 12 yeah. yards a play. That's amazing. That's Josh McDaniels. Ma- that Josh McDaniels' defensive play in that game. Yeah. Bill Belichick had hands off. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, that's the thing, Stevie boy. You know they're going to be fine. Oh, you yeah. know they're going to be fine moving forward. We'll see how that goes. Should be fine because Belichick's got control, basically. Yeah, I mean, so it's pretty simple. Going back to Gilmore real quick, do we feel like he was robbed in this game? Because think about this. Of MVP? Of MVP. Because yeah. think about it. He had a forced fumble. That rolled out of bounds. Yes, and Dante Hightower. And he had some clutch punches. Him and Jason McCourty. Um, I I don't know if he got robbed or not. I wouldn't say so. Do you know why? Is because on that interception for Gilmore, it was the enough. And that's – I'm not saying that Gilmore didn't make a great play, but, I mean, that's just like an expected play for a cornerback, you know, on an underthrown ball. Yeah. I mean – Stefan Gil, I it's just there should really be one for both sides. I think uh, a Super Bowl MVP with, with the way last night went for the yes. way the voting goes. If it's decided by the fans, Malcolm Butler didn't win Super Bowl MVP when he made his interception. Yeah. Tom Brady won it, yeah. and we all know even Tom Brady knew that that Super Bowl MVP should have gone to Malcolm Butler. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because yes, Brady had the score to put him up, but yeah. at the end of the day, Malcolm Butler is the one who caught it. Right. So if you're not going to have no fan. That's like a casual fan, like I said earlier, is going to vote for a defensive player. Yeah. And that's why, in my opinion, why Aaron Donald also didn't win MVP. I agree. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Because you don't like the Patrick Mahomes one. I know that's more of like a Drew Brees sort of argument, but do you think that Aaron Donald should have had just I, as much consideration as Patrick Mahomes did? Yeah. The thing that I learned from this Super Bowl alone is that Fans are looking for video game numbers constantly. Like, I don't – you know why people hate the Pro Bowl and, like, the all the All-Star games? is because they say there's no defense. Yeah, and here but we are. But then in Super Bowl, and then they say the best game of the year is the Chiefs-Rams game. There was no defense in that. I know. So what's your argument? I know. Because you could have argued it for both Patriots-Chiefs games. First one was 43-40, then the AFC Championship was 37 But see, in that game, though, like, we shut the Chiefs down to, like – Seven points at that the half. True. That was just because 
the Chiefs were the best offense in football, and you can only contain the top offense in football for so long. Yeah, you're right. I think the Rams-Chiefs game is a much better one to consider because it felt like possession after possession after possession there were scores. But last night, like we said earlier, the first team ever, their first seven possessions they punted. That's unprecedented. It was the lowest scoring Super Bowl of all time. Yeah. I think. I know at the half it wasn't the lowest scoring. There was a 2-0 in like Super Bowl 9. Yeah. I think I think it was like the Baltimore Colts and someone else. Uh, I think wouldn't it be cool if just the entire Patriots defense could win MV- Super Bowl MVP? <laughs> Matt Patricia? <laughs> Oops. Um Julian Edelman said it himself right after the game. He's like, "I cannot believe that they didn't score a touchdown." Yeah, I mean, that offense all year was high-octane, high, yeah. highly electric. And then... Jared Goff, I know he wasn't you know MVP consideration, but he was unreal this year. He's been... Sean McVay, I feel so bad for Sean McVay. I feel Because terrible. now everyone's going to say... He like took all the blame immediately. Yeah. And I'm like, am I, I just think you can't blame yourself that badly for when a defense just 100%... Shows up. Just puts their A game out. Right, and they... I'm pretty sure they copied um, the game plan that the Bears used to beat the Rams, and they won 15-6. to So they only scored two field goals, and then last night the Super Bowl they scored one. You know? Yeah. Another thing that I know in the preview that we did, I said that I was going to be extremely surprised if Aaron Donald and Adamican Sue did not make Brady just, like, constantly on his heels. Hmm. And that – honestly didn't happen no not at all Aaron Donald was good in the very beginning they took all the pressure that they should have put that they did that I thought they were going to put in the middle and they put it all in their secondary with that zone yeah uh, to me it seemed like Ndamukong Su was kind of a, a non-factor and Donald was a factor in the very beginning of the game like he was making plays he was pressuring Brady getting his tackles in but in the second half I just feel like he wasn't there all as much it was crazy because they were both single covered for blockers in the majority of the game. Yeah. And when they pointed it out, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, our guards and centers are doing Screwed. that much already? Yeah. yeah. And then shout-out to Dante Fowler on, like, three times having some mm. dumbass plays. Yeah. Like, the head <laughs> – where the head-to-head hit. But I don't even think that was him. When the ref – like, they got in the huddle and they, there was a head <laughs> – they had a flag. And he said it was, like, head-to-head – or, no, he said – like an illegal hit on Do- uh, from Dante Fowler, and then Tony Romo, of course, has to. He chimed in. and was like, "Out! That was definitely the wrong guy." Because you mean Jim? <laughs> Jim? <laughs> oh my God! Whoever, whoever. He's like Dante Fowler is getting a Gatorade on the side. That can't happen. <laughs> I love him. Um, I'm just thinking right now, off the top of my head, a unit that was just absolutely amazing after an up and down regular season. Let's talk about the Patriots' offensive line. They only allowed one sack last night to the best pass rusher in the league, and then that's a pretty good tandem, him and Sue. They not showed as, up. Not as good as the Chargers, but, you know. You would think after losing Soldier, we would have been worse because he was, like, the vet of that O-line. Yeah. He was just – and then it was a rock, it's always a rocky start for the Patriots, I think, in the beginning. Yeah. But as long as we have Dante Skarnecchia, who oh, God man. knows what he does with those offensive linemen. I have no idea, but Bill Belichick is – sees Skarnacki as the unsung hero of the team. It's like him, coaching staff. for anyone who's watched, like, the Do Your Job, like, movies. Like the documentaries, yeah. Yeah, where it's him and the player development coach, mm. the guy who just constantly spends time. They, he was like, 
he's just like, I just sit in my room and I watch film and I send it to Bill. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my God, this is like, a, like this is when Bill Belichick like created in a lab. Yeah. He's like, seriously. just work for me in the corner and just watch film. You're not allowed to eat. <laughs> you can eat knowledge. <laughs> I can give it to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, just the O-line was rocky this whole year and you kind of thought that going into the playoffs it was going to be one of those playoff runs where the run would get stopped short because the O-line isn't as good and Brady would be it, it would look like Brady it, was to come to pressure. It looked like a team that could get beat by a Denver-esque defense. And yes. that's really what I thought this Rams defense because was Because it's Wade do. Phillips. It's Wade Phillips. He has a really good front four. He has yeah. a keep to leave again. Yeah. And he has Marcus Peters, Marcus Peters, who's like, I mean, he had a pretty bad year this year overall. But, mm-hmm. like, he was, like, when the Broncos. Still Marcus Peters. It was uh, Harris and Tlaib and Harris was like the pro and then Tlaib was like the pro bowler yeah so I thought it was kind of close but I I think the Patriots knew that Wade Phillips was gonna do it and Wade Phillips I'm not Wade Phillips did an amazing job in that game the fact Mm. that he got the Patriots to only score 13 points yeah it was amazing on both sides 13 to 3 everyone's like that game was shit a lot of people are gonna get overlooked a Mm. lot of people and Wade Phillips is one of them another another thing I feel like that why that's true is because, especially in our generation with our like kids our age, we've been blessed with amazing Super Bowls yeah. that have these like storybook endings yeah. of the like Patriots the San Antonio especially. Holmes catch in the end zone, and then the uh, David Tyree catch, the Mario Manningham oh. catch, oh. the Larry Fitzgerald one hundred and one yeah. yard sprint, yeah. with, and then James Harrison also with the the longest pick six of all time. Yep, and then the Patriots Seahawks. Everyone forgets about the throw to Kersey, which he bobbled, and then Malcolm Butler did push him out, and then Malcolm Butler gets the interception on the one-yard line. And then there was the, the comeback with the Baltimore 49ers, the blackout game, oh, where yeah. the power went out, and the, ran, the 49ers had a hu- like a good lead on the Ravens, yeah. and they chipped back, and then, of course, 28-3. to Yep. And then, yeah, I mean, the Cam Newton no-look on the pass, on the fumble, where he was stripped oh, and just stared at it. It's that was terrible. probably the closest thing we had to this game was yeah. that one. Yeah, because I mean, you, you kind of felt it was over in that fourth quarter, but there was, like, little glimmers of hope. Yeah. And then they just, they just it never capitalized. It kind of similar, actually, because you had a team that was the new up-and-coming team with Cam Newton yep. who just won MVP. That's true. That's a defense, really good comparison. And then pay everyone – Brady didn't play like Peyton. Peyton literally – I'm not a Peyton Manning hater. I think Peyton Manning is probably – the third best quarterback of all time. He's amazing and he's hysterical. He's oh a my really god, funny guy. he is so funny. The commercial, the NFL 100 commercial last night. He throws the ball and he's like, ah, a little rusty there. It was, uh, it was alright. It's not that good. <laughs> but that was a great. That oh my god, that might be one of my favorite commercials of all time. The NFL 100. That was the one that stood out. Yeah, that from was last night specifically. To me at least. Yeah. I mean, we already talked about the food, the food the devoured food. One. The, I'm surprised they showed it, but they took out so many good parts of it. As a fan, we were pissed. We were very pissed. I want to see him whisk in the the garage. I, yeah, <laughs> stir up that. All, neck, imagine brother. all the moms explaining to their kids how that could go. Just, what's he, what's the joke here? I can't. It's just frozen food. Don't I'll worry. tell you when you get hair in yeah. your armpits. <laughs> the, the dad's like, I'll take over for that one. Talk to me when you got pubes. <laughs> I'll get back to you later. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Peyton in his last Super Bowl. You really wanted him to go. Yeah, and I had a friend. I had a fan, a friend, Kyle Erickson. Shout out to Kyle. He listens to the pod. Um, he um, 
he was like, Peyton has to go. This has to be it. And as a Patriots, and he's like a diehard Manning fan. Like he switched from the Colts to the yep. Broncos solely because of Peyton Manning. Mm. And Tom Brady, after watching that game, I know everyone's like, he missed like six throws. Once again, he had immense pressure on him, and they were playing zone, which is extremely tricky when you have to figure out how the zone's going to go. Yeah. But again, just think about it. McDaniel said he went up and was like, we're going to scrap this whole thing. Yeah, I mean. It just wasn't working. And then he made it work because he's Tom Brady. Of course. Yeah. And at the end of the day, Tom delivered a clutch drive once again. Yeah. I. And so then. Are we talking retirement? No, I think Brady yeah, should no, not of course, retire. Of course, but we will talk not. about Tom Brady's legacy. I, yes. Did you know this was Tom Brady's thirtieth playoff win? That was number thirty. That was number thirty. Congratulations. That is not including Huge. thirteen first round buys. Did you say thirteen? Thirteen. That's a one and a three. Uh, yeah. Shit. So if you count those as wins, Tom Brady is forty three and ten. That's okay if you like. Exceptional fucking players. <laughs> yeah, like we haven't really had exceptional players on yeah, offense. That's um that's absolutely incredible. Six rings. Six rings. Michael Jordan, six rings. You tell me. Yeah, now they're kind of running out of like on the talk shows, like, what can we talk about? We can't say Tom Brady's the GOAT because we were saying it before. Yeah. And now they're like, Is he the greatest athlete of yeah. all time? <laughs> So is he the yeah, goat? No shit, he's not. <laughs> the goat? The goat? <laughs> I mean, Tom Brady basically has been one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the entire league, minus the one year his ACL was snapped. Oh, oops. Shout out to Dolphins fans. That was the nicest season you've had in a while. Dan Brammer. I don't know. I know as a Patriot, obviously Patriots basically would like, Give up their first turn. He doesn't deserve maybe, that. Maybe when he's older. Yeah. <laughs> when you got pits, <laughs> then you can go. In terms of accolades, I, I, I mean, is he the most talented physically and athletically of all time? No. no. Not at all. You, not at all. Any Patriots fan can easily remember Kembrel Tompkins. For um, one night in October, they were playing the Saints. Yep, the Kembrel Tompkins the catch Tompkins in the court. Catch, yeah. I seen your quote. Well, I, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. Character. Sets the ceiling, and uh, athleticism. Like you told him that, like <laughs> the every time a Super Bowl is about to happen on Sunday, um, on Saturday they usually it's twelve twenty seven and forty three. An umbrella in Chinese is ni hao. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, what are we talking about? Tom Brady's legacy. Yeah. Um, it's Brady, already cemented. Brady's I know it's like a really time. rough. In, it's nine Super Bowls in eighteen years, and. Uh, I know there's going to be the haters out there. Of course. But, you know, that's what you get when you're great. Yeah. Like we've said a bunch of times, that was a huge team win. But you have to look at it just at that drive. McDaniel said, scrap the game plan. Do you like how I game plan? We're going to do this. And then Tom finally airs one out. It was just the perfect ball. But he's the one to own that drive. And he's done it. Time after time after time. So, yeah, I hope you were counting. Which is one more off of the punts that the Rams had in the first half. <laughs> Oops. 
for seven That's, okay. But Tony Romo, there should be a petition for Tony Romo to be a Super Bowl commentator from this point onward. Together, no matter the like, network. You know what? Let's run with him. Let's yeah. see what we can get. Like, Tony Romo was like, no. Like, most announcers will, like, get a little excited for, like, the scoring plays. But, like, Tony Romo was doing, like, an eight-yard catch. Be considered to become a coach, but for right now, he's an amazing commentator. Oh, for sure. Wouldn't you agree? And then all, <laughs> non-auto-tune Travis Scott comes in and reminds me how much that's helped his career. <laughs> We all kind of leaned forward when Squidward came on. And now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That was almost going to be so sick. But yeah. then we just saw one like an hour ago where they turned the whole. God. After he killed off the entire Arctic fox population with that coat. <laughs> that. Jim. <laughs> Damn. The, the thing that I loved when they did Big Boy, like the only. The only Boy has like one song that I know at least. What is it? It's that song All Night. Oh, okay. Oh. I was disappointed for Sweet Victory. Yeah. It's okay, though. Well, I don't know. It's not. That's why we're talking about it. A lot of people got so excited. And now. I don't know. I was one of them, yeah. if I'm being honest. We were both one of them. I don't know. I thought, yeah, halftime show, one to ten, what would you give it? A three. I it think, has not been good in so long. Yeah. I don't I don't remember. Well, Super Bowl 50 was dope. Yeah, that's the one I love the most. Yes, yeah. Because they had, the, the, the only the reason it was also good is because they Super showed all the 50. old ones. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Super Bowl 50 was like, like that was the weirdest matchup that could have been for Super Bowl 50. Like, the 50th Super Bowl ever That deserves was Broncos yeah. and Panthers. Like, that, I know Peyton Manning was in it, so that made it a little better. But yeah. it's like, that, that's a good those are two non-really historic teams. Yeah. Like, the Broncos had Elway, but that just happened, like, 13 years yeah. ago. Like, if it was Packers and Chiefs, imagine how cool that would have been if that was, like, the first Super Bowl ever and it was the 50th. That would have been crazy. But also, Super, like Bowl 50, Super Bowl 50 deserved an amazing ending. And then the next... Excuse me, the next year, Super Bowl 51, was oh. the 28-3. Imagine if that had been the year before. That would have been much better. I mean, the Patriots have owned, like, the past <laughs> few Super Bowls, believe it or not. Yeah, so, three out of the last five. The stage, I mean. Not even the win, but, yeah. like, the stage. Yeah. So, I feel like if any team should be in it, it should be the team that's been dominating the era, you know? Yeah, I agree. It's just a wild thing for yeah. all Patriots fans. And I know a lot – we sound super – like snobby and super unappreciative and that's not it at all <laughs> yeah it, it, three out of five that's just incredible and those who don't go to UNH I don't know you probably had the same thing at your school but every time a Boston team wins you flood Main Street it's all hell breaks loose it's amazing three thousand so three, three, th people plus and we were right in the middle of it because we we bolted yeah, our we're, we're also extremely close. We're extremely close. Um, our freshman year, the twenty to three game, we weren't. We're, we weren't far away, but we weren't all as close as we are now. And we also stuck around for like a hot minute to watch them celebrate because that was huge. But you knew in the last f three minutes of this game that it it really wasn't. Once Burkhead got that first down, yeah. it was kind of over. Yeah, and then Zerline missed the kick with eight seconds left. That felt so, so bad. So you kind of knew it was happening, and so we all ran out and. Uh, there were already like a couple hundred people out there. Oh yeah. But then however Carrying boom boxes. Yeah, but then twenty five hundred more people come and we ended up being right in the middle. Uh, I might have to post that to the Instagram. Might have to. I will give it a like, I promise you. Oh thanks. Yeah, just tag me please. Sure. Word. Um, <laughs> yeah. There were like twenty five hundred people that came after us. 
it was crazy. We were all sweating our baguettes off. Oh, my God. Losing our voices, getting them back 10 minutes later. Our friend Dan got... You know Dan. We, we all know Dan, Dan, Dan Brammer. Dan Brammer from the pod. Basketball guru. Basketball guru got his head knocked in by some girl. Yeah. <laughs> foot, like, Almost had his, his glasses head. broken. And then he, he stood up and he goes, I know that I shouldn't have brought these damn glasses out here. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dan. Assaulted at an event. For those who don't know, which is none of you probably, that in the first in the Super Bowl 51 we won, Dan brought a dolphin flag out. Oh, this is amazing. And I grabbed it and I chucked <laughs> it into the crowd. Yeah, you thought it was going to go 20 feet. You were smiling as you threw it, and as soon as and it went about 60 feet, and you saw how far you threw it, and your face just went blank. I was like, Dan, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I was not expecting that to go anywhere yeah. that far. Like a gust of wind took it or something, but also you have really good arms, so it just kind of helped anyways. But then <laughs> people started throwing it to each other, and a, a fuck the Dolphins chant started coming out. <laughs> and then someone held a lighter up to it, and me and Ryan Carey, our good friend, went to go get that flag. I don't know why, why we did that. That could have been kind of dangerous. <laughs> That's Some, our flag, by the way. Yeah, somebody wanted to fight us, and then they were like, you were the one that threw this? Why do you have? It was some guy who was like six foot five. I remember. And oh I was, God! I, I was a freshman. I, I didn't even have facial hair. Like I didn't look any. I still don't look imposing. <laughs> this um, does not help my it, image. It really doesn't. But then, um, I just remember saying like, "Oh, don't worry. I'm gonna go burn it." And he was like, "Oh, well, thank you. Here you go. <laughs> Thanks. I don't want arsony on my yeah. <laughs> my uh, file." <laughs> so I brought it back to Dan, me and Ryan. And it has footprints all over it. It does. It's very dirty. But that's memories. Dan was smart enough not to bring it last night, but I almost wish he did. But at the same time, he lost time, it. He, oh, what? He can't find it. Oh, well. He would have brought it. He, yes. Shit. I didn't know that. <laughs> that's too bad. Oh, well. Maybe he'll find it. He found his glasses. Just kidding. He got new glasses. Yeah, he lost them on the first day. Yeah, it's whatever. This isn't a Dan Brammer pot, yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, but Jesus. Talk about yourself when you're on here. God. <laughs> We don't think we have to do it for you. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I don't know if there's that much else to talk about. I don't think so either. The Super Bowl came, went. We're s- the only thing I could also add is that the Patriots, the Vegas odds came out. We're number one. Yeah. Don't know if that should happen. I don't know because we're probably going to lose some people. I think it's really <laughs> – I just don't know what they're basing it off of right now because they have the Chiefs fourth. Yeah. They have the Chargers third. Interesting. The Rams are second. Yeah. And we're first. That's what being champs will do to you. Except that everyone forgets your team becomes basically for sale. Yeah. After you win the Super Bowl. Yep. It's in any very, sport. You win, expandable. your team's prices, your oh, yeah. player's price spike. Exactly. And then it becomes so unaffordable that you can't rebuild it. And that's yeah. what makes also the Patriots so special. We'll see. Yes, I agree with that. And we're going to definitely have some people who are mulling retirement and who have been for a while, specifically Gronk. Probably the McCourty twins. Oh, yeah, I did read that Devin yeah. McCourty said he might retire if we yeah. win. Yeah. Which yeah. that would suck because he's really good. He's been the staple of that secondary for He was years. my first draft pick. Beside, no, John Mayo was. But he was yeah. like the first draft pick I remember watching. Yeah. And he won, he won rookie of the year as the corner. Yes, he did. And then he moved to, oh, God, don't leave, Devin. Yeah, we love Gr- you. I think Gronk and Devin will stay. I think Jason Ricordi will retire. Yes, I think that too. I I just don't agree with the people who say Gronk is retired. Like, no shit he's thinking about it. He gets his brains bashed in every game. And his legs. And his legs and his hips and his but back. He hasn't been he didn't really get hurt all that much last year. He finished the year extremely healthy. That is true. Gronk usually towards the end of the season has something. 
Like yeah. when the Giants, he like I forget what he had. He had some injury. Probably a bad hip. I think. I think so. Yeah. And then he, the dive for the. Oh, don't even bring it up. We're he cha- would have caught champions. that we're if cha- he was healthy. If he was healthy, I know. But we're <laughs> champions now, and that's what matters. That's his third. That's Brady's sixth. It's our sixth. It's our second in three years of being in college. That's amazing. Don't cry. Save it for after, brother. (laughs) Do we have anything else to talk about? No, I think that's it. We'll probably we'll be back again this week. We we're probably switching gears. Yes, one hundred percent. We'll be back for football when um, like the the free agency starts. We'll give the predictions and Mm -hmm. we'll give our input. We'll talk about the draft too. Yep, the draft. We'll we'll probably post a few about the draft. Yeah. I don't think we'll be super. We're not Mel Kiper. We're not going to be no super draft Mel heavy. Kuiper. But hey, we're new, so we're we're feeling out what we want to do, yeah. and you guys can give us input of what you want us to do. We're knowledgeable. Just just but yeah, let us know. But to finish it off, why not do an ad from Front Row Sports? <laughs> Ooh, do it. So now that this game's over, you're probably like, oh man, what am I going to do with all my time? I can't watch football on Sundays. Football can still be pretty close. Uh-huh. You can start your, you can build up your card collection. Damn right. And have expanded now to several more memorabilia, Ooh. outside cards. Ooh. Ian has just received a Boston Red Sox newspaper <laughs> and it's from amazing. their first World Series. It's amazing. In plastic. Yeah. Well, two thousand four. Two thousand four. Yeah. Sorry. First of this century, because as we all know, the Red Sox are amazing this century. Dominant. Fourth in fifteen years this year. They have. They're just opened a whole new warehouse where they're storing all their stuff. Ooh. That means a ton more stuff for to, that you might like. They have a wide variety, ranging from rookie cards to Pro Bowl cards mm-hmm. to signed autographs yep. to limited editions. Yep. Signed flyers. Yes. They also have signed pennants. I saw a Chris Mullen Warriors pennant that they have. Mullen. Pretty dope. And they're going to be at a convention, which the details will be announced soon. So if you want to meet them there, tell them that, that we sent you. Or just go online and tell them we sent you, and you might get a little deal out of it. Just we, tell them the water cooler checkdown sent you. We sent them. That's pretty cool. The boys sent them. <laughs> I love it. We need to come up with a name for like what we should be called outside of the podcast. You let Give us know. Give us your suggestions. Either on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all of them. Oh, yeah. And with that... I think we're done. I think so, too. But the Patriot season's never over. <laughs> yep, they're going to be thinking about number seven very soon. But right now, they're going to enjoy it. They have a nice day or two before yeah. Bill goes back off the yeah. boat in Florida, <laughs> then starts scheming. I just got a fortune cookie that says, get the fuck back to work. I am really excited. <laughs> so for the water cooler check down, I've been Corey. I'm Ian. See you next time. Swim.